Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Who is it that's your favorite NFL player that wore jersey number 98? Well, we have a great list of contestants that were very substantial in the NFL that wore 98, and we're going to share that list with you and pick a top 10, this story, and more in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com, your portal to positive football history, and it's Jersey by Numbers Night. And it is Jersey number 98 is our subject today, and we have got some great players to talk about. The word Jersey number 98. There's uh, mostly modern players, because remember, we had that 1984 rule where the NFL opened up the numbers in the 90s once again to players, uh, especially of the linebacking and defensive line core that they could wear. So most of these are modern modern players, but our first one who's actually in the Hall of Fame is Mike Ditka. He is a Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio entry, and he wore the jersey number 98 for one season in 1967, and that was when he played for the two seasons with the Philadelphia Eagles. One of those seasons he wore 98, and then he went back to his normal number 89, a Hall of Famer nonetheless. Now, Mike Ditka, we have a nice bio that's going to be coming up on uh, October 18th, which is his birthday. But uh, we'll give you some snippets of that. You know, he was born in Carnegie, Pennsylvania, which is right around Pittsburgh. He was born, his name was officially Michael Keller Dizko, D-Y-C-Z-K-O. And uh, the story on ChicagoBears.com in December of 2007 says that the Ukrainian surname of Dizko was difficult to pronounce in his hometown. So the family name was changed to Ditka. Ditka was a three-sports star at Alquipa High School. And then he went to the University of Pittsburgh. It was a college of choice by Ditka after Notre Dame and Penn State also recruited the youngster. And he may have been the best pure tight end that college football had ever seen at that point. He revolutionized the position, not only with his strong traditional blocking, but he also could catch passes, run routes, and just run over people when he had the ball. He was also the punter for the Pitt Panthers for his three seasons there. And in 1961, the NFL draft, Ditka was the first pick by the Chicago Bears. He became the star of the Bears on 1963's NFL championship team. And per the Pro Football Hall of Fame's website bio on Iron Mike, he was the Rookie of the Year in 1961 and received all NFL honors in four different seasons. Ditka set a career record for tight end receptions when he retired with 427 catches and finished with 5,800 12 yards and 43 touchdowns. He played in five 
five straight Pro Bowls to start his career and didn't miss a minute of those 84 games played with the Bears. In 1967, Dick was traded from Chicago to the Eagles, suffered an injury while in Philadelphia that hampered his playing time there, and then in 1969 found himself playing in Dallas, where for four seasons there, and he scored the final touchdown in a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl VI victory. College Football Hall of Fame selected him in 1986 to enter into their museum, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrined him in 1988. And of course, he was the great coach of the Chicago Bears Super Bowl 20, uh, the Super Bowl Shuffle Bears. Uh, that great 85 defense that they had was uh, one of the greatest defenses of all time, and they dominated the entire season, except for that one loss on Monday night to a Miami Dolphins team. And uh, that sort of ended their uh, perfect season, and what a, a great way to have that done by the only other team in the modern NFL that was undefeated. Uh, that was the Miami Dolphins of 1972. They stopped the Bears in their tracks 13-some uh, years later, and they were drinking the champagne that night with Coach Shula, that's for sure. Now, so Mike Dick got one season with the 98. I'm not sure we can put him on our schedule of a top 10 right now, but maybe our next player we can. Jesse Armstead. He was a linebacker that played with the New York Giants uh, from 1993 all the way to the 2001 season and then two years with Washington 2002-2003. 751 solo tackles, 40 sacks, five Pro Bowls, one All-Pro. Jesse Armstead out of Miami, Florida, uh, Miami Hurricanes. Great linebacker, 6'1", 237. Jesse is going to go on our list with his 11 seasons wearing that number 98 and those great All-Pros. Casey Hampton, another one of my favorites, a stealer, nose tackle, defensive tackle, mostly known at the nose. 2001 was a Steelers uh, draft pick. Played with the Steelers all the way through 2012. Was just that stopper up the middle. 231 solo tackles, four forced fumbles, nine sacks. Uh, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time Super Bowl champion, and he was the 19th overall pick of the 2001 NFL Draft. Came out of the University of Texas, was a Longhorn, and uh, fantastic. Six foot one, 325-pound fire plug that uh, just ate up a lot of space in there for those uh, linemen to try to have to clear out, and most of the time they could not. He was the immovable force, and Casey Hampton is our next immovable force that's going on our list of top 10 greatest players ever to wear 98. Robert Mathis, can he make that list? He was a defensive end. Played for the Indianapolis Colts his entire career, 2003 through 2016, and uh, 123 sacks in his career, 408 solo tackles, 54 forced fumbles, 192 games. Five Pro Bowl appearances, one time as an All-Pro and as a Super Bowl champion. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts drafted him in the fifth round of the 2003 NFL Draft. And he came from Alabama A&M, 6'2", 245 pounds. Great player, great uh, bookend that uh, he was on that uh, the pass rush of the Indianapolis Colts with uh, Dwight Freeney. And uh, just had some great years there with them. And we're going to put Robert Mathis as our third player on our top 10 best number 98s ever. Uh, Greg Ellis is another one to look at. Greg, he played with the Dallas Cowboys. Played from 1998, where he was drafted in the first round, eighth overall, the 98 draft by the Cowboys, and stayed with them all the way through 2008. And in 2009, he came back for one more year, only this time with the Oakland Raiders as a defensive end. 
He had 84 sacks total in his career, 400 solo tackles, 22 forced fumbles, 176 games, one Pro Bowl, and was the 2007 AP Comeback Player of the Year. He came out of North Carolina, the tar, great Tar Heel, 6'6", 265 pounds. Uh, Greg Ellis, one we're going to take a look at at the end. We're not going to put him on quite yet, but he's got a good inside chance to uh, possibly make it onto our list. How about the Goose? Tony Saragusa, defensive tackle, nose tackle, a big, big guy. 1990, the Indianapolis Colts drafted him and out of the University of Pittsburgh. And he played from 1990 all the way to 1996 with Indianapolis. And then he went to Baltimore, 97 through 2001. So seven years in Indy, five years in Baltimore. 22 sacks in his career, 487 solo tackles, five forced fumbles, 169 games, one-time Super Bowl champion. I was surprised to see that he was never in the Pro Bowl and was never an All-Pro. Interesting, but War 98 his entire career. Tony Saragusa, another one to consider at the end here. John Henderson, could he be on our list? A defensive tackle uh, out of the University of Tennessee. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars drafted him in the first round, ninth overall, the 2002 NFL Draft. Uh, he played with Jacksonville most of his career, 2002 through 2009, and there was an Oakland Raider 2010-2011. He made it into two Pro Bowls, uh, but he wore 98 for eight seasons. Uh, by the way, Saragusa wore it for 12 seasons. Uh, I think we're going to put uh, John Henderson on our list as our fourth entry uh, with those great numbers that he has. Next, number 98 up is a defensive and defensive tackle out of the Tennessee State University, Anthony Pleasant. Uh, he was drafted by the Cleveland Browns in the third round, 73rd overall, the 1990 NFL draft. And he stayed with Cleveland through the 95 season and then traveled with them to Baltimore in 96, then left Went to Atlanta 97, was a New York Jet 98-99, San Francisco 49er in 2000, and then found a home with the New England Patriots 2001 through 2003. Uh, six years in Cleveland, three with the New England Patriots, two with the Jets, and one year each, Atlanta, Baltimore, San Francisco. He uh, was a fantastic player, 58 sacks, 455 solo tackles, 13 forced fumbles, and Jesse, or I'm sorry, Anthony uh, Pleasant had 14 seasons that he wore that number 98 and uh, just fantastic numbers there for him 202 games two-time Super Bowl champion Anthony Pleasant uh, not any Pro Bowls or all pros but uh, still some great uh, numbers all the same uh, next player up is the great Brian Arakpo uh, University of Texas. He was uh, came to the Washington Redskins in 2009's NFL Draft, first round pick. Uh, played with the Redskins all the way through 2014, and then four years with the Tennessee Titans, 2015 through 2018. 66 sacks in his career, 294 solo tackles, 12 forced fumbles, 132 games, four Pro Bowls for Brian Arakpo. And I think that is probably enough to get him as our fifth player on our docket here of uh, greatest players in to wear the number 98. So we will uh, make sure we have Brian on there. Uh, our next player is Gerald Williams, a nose tackle defensive and defensive tackle. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, drafted in the second round, 36 overall, 1986 NFL draft. He was with the Steelers from 1986 through 1994, then two years in Carolina, 95, 96, and then 97, he played with Carolina and with Green Bay, so nine years in Pittsburgh. 
363 solo tackles, 25 and a half sacks, five forced fumbles, 161 games, no all pros and no pro bowls. University of Auburn was his school. Uh, great player Gerald Williams was. Uh, Fred Robbins, another great defensive tackle. The Minnesota Vikings drafted him in the second round of the 2000 NFL draft. He stayed with Minnesota through 2000 through 2003, a New York Giant for six years after that, and then two final years with St. Louis Rams in 2010-2011. and a half sacks, 272 solo tackles, three forced fumbles, 180 games, one-time Super Bowl champ. And uh, that's some pretty good numbers there, too. No All-Pros, no Pro Bowls. Uh, Grant Wistrom. Uh, another fantastic player. We're 98 for quite a few seasons. Uh, most of those, well, they were uh, four, uh, I'm sorry, they were eight seasons altogether, and that was with St. Louis Rams was where he was drafted from 98 through 2003. Uh, went to Seattle 2004, 2005, 2006. Uh, 53 sacks, 335 solo tackles, six forced fumbles, 132 games, one-time Super Bowl champion out of the University of Nebraska. Uh, St. Louis Rams drafted him in the first round, sixth overall, the 98 draft. That Super Bowl championship, no all pros, though, or Pro Bowls for Grant Wistrom. Uh, Connor Barwin, another defensive end that was drafted by the Houston Texans, Texans in the second round, 46 overall, the 2009 NFL draft. And he was... Uh, Played for Houston from 2009 through 2012. Then was a Philadelphia Eagle for 2013 through 2016. LA Rams 2017, 2018 New York Giants. And he made it to one Pro Bowl uh, during his career. In uh, 142 games, 56 and a half sacks, 7 forced fumbles, 269 solo tackles for the great player out of uh, Cincinnati uh, University. 6 foot 4, 255 pound defensive end Connor Barwin. Uh, Julian Peterson, another good linebacker, very solid. San Francisco 49ers, first round draft pick, 16th overall, the 2000 NFL draft. Uh, he played with the 49ers from 2000 all the way to 2005. Seattle Seahawks for three seasons after that. And then his final two years, Detroit Lions, 2009-2010. 51 and a half sacks, 602 solo tackles, 21 forced fumbles, 158 games, five Pro Bowls, and one All-Pro for the great player out of Michigan State, the Spartan, he is going on our list as our sixth player uh, for Julian Peterson. Uh, fantastic job by him. Uh, Brian Robertson is our next player. He wore the jersey for 10 seasons, number 98. And he played with the uh, St. Louis R uh, Rams, 1997. And then went to the Bears, 98 through 2003, Miami Dolphin in 2004, Cincinnati Bengal for uh, three years, 2005 to 2007, Arizona Cardinal 2008 through 2010. And he had 24 sacks in his career, 320 tackles, six forced fumbles, 207 games, no all pros, no Pro Bowls out of Fresno State. Defensive 10 tackle, defensive end, uh, Brian Robinson. Uh, star Latulele. Uh, another great name was drafted by the Carolina Panthers in 2013 and played with them for five seasons currently is with the Buffalo Bills from 2018 through this season uh, great player 15 and a half sacks so far in his career 110 solo tackles and he has not made it to any Pro Bowls or all pros uh, seasons but uh, great defensive tackle all the same for him Eric Hicks this is an eerie Pennsylvania product 
I officiated this young man at Mercyhurst uh, uh, High School, and he ended up going to the University of Maryland. He was a Terrapin, and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, drafted him in 1998's draft. He stayed with them all the way through 2006, one season with the New York Jets. Uh, so nine as a Kansas City Chief, 44 and a half sacks. 261 solo tackles, six forced fumbles, 139 games uh, for him. And the, believe it or not, he did not have any All Pros or Pro Bowl seasons. He had quite the tear of uh, great uh, sacks the one season. He had 14 sacks in the year 2000. But uh, somebody ended up beating him out for most sacks that year. I'm surprised he did not make it in 2000 in the Pro Bowl. But uh, like I said, he's an Erie PA guy, and we're definitely going to mention great player all the way through his career, high school, college, and the pro level, uh, Eric Hicks. Definitely uh, a person to be considered as substantial. Linval Joseph, East Carolina was his college. The Los Angeles Chargers is his current team. He has been uh, with them for the last two seasons. He was originally drafted by the New York Giants in 2010, played with them for four seasons, was a Minnesota Vikings for six years after that, and uh, still going strong here in 2021. 24 sacks so far, 359 solo tackles, 162 games, two Pro Bowls, one-time Super Bowl champ, Linville Joseph. He is going on our list as our seventh player to make it into this great list of jersey number 98s. Uh, another fine player that we can talk about is Mike Patterson. Now, Mike Patterson, defensive tackle, Philadelphia Eagles 2005 through the 2012 season, 2013-2014 with the rival New York Giants. He had 287 solo tackles, 16 and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, 147 games, no Pro Bowls, no All-Pros seasons. USC Trojans was his uh, alma mater. Uh, Eric Swan, another defensive ten, a tackle, defensive end. Uh, Phoenix Cardinals from 1991 and then turned into an Arizona Cardinal through the 99 season. 2000 was a Carolina Panther. 46 and a half sacks, 386 solo tackles, six forced fumbles, 126 games, two Pro Bowls for Eric Swan, and that makes him get on our list as our eighth spot uh, for Eric. Uh, great player there. Uh, then we will go to, or I think we'll go to our list. We have eight so far, just in review. Jesse Armstrong said, Casey Hampton, Robert Mathis, John Henderson, uh, the great Brian Arapko, Julian Peterson, Linville Joseph, Eric Swan. Who are other to be? Well, I'm going to put uh, Greg Ellis on that list. And I'm also going to put Tony Siragusa as our 10th player. So there is our top 10 greatest number 98s ever. We're sure glad that you joined us here once again. This is a very popular season. I'm sorry that it's coming down to the end, but we have these preserved in history. You can listen to these anytime you want, your favorite podcast provider, or go to sportshistorynetwork.com, one of uh, 24 great and growing podcasts on the sportshistorynetwork.com that you can enjoy all of our feeds there. And you can go to our home website, pigskindispatch.com. All of our podcasts are there. All of our blog posts are there. Uh, we have more and more coming to you each and every day uh, we post every day we podcast every day football history is an everyday event for us and we love to share it preserve that football history we thank you for listening until tomorrow everybody have a great great iron day hey are you ready for some football some fantasy football how about some daily fantasy football silly questions right of course you are 
You're ready to talk some smack and win some cash every Sunday, and Thursday, and Monday, and whenever there's football games. The Sports History Network invites you to play your daily fantasy football this season at thrivefantasy.com. Thrive Fantasy offers hundreds of thousands, millions in cash every day on NBA, MLB, PGA, golf, cricket, esports, and of course, NFL football. Every week during the 2021 NFL season, Thrive Fantasy has pool play contests and heads-up matches with prizes of all sizes, and even free play contests for real money. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today to get a 100% match bonus on your first deposit for up to $100 in free daily fantasy football play. Visit sportshistorynetwork.com slash thrive, that's T-H-R-I-V-E, or enter promo code S-H-N when depositing at the cashier. Join Thrive Fantasy today, earn cash prizes, and support great shows like this at the Sports History Network. Now that's a win-win-win situation for you to kick off your own NFL season. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football, through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians, you'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.